Do you, do you hear that sound? That's the sound of ice clinking a glass. It's a whiskey edition of the afternoons with Amanda and Ken. Josh is out on assignment. It's a silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen. It's always the afternoon. Mandy Oaks. We are Woo. here. One more week. We made it through. Yeah. Josh unexpectedly had some uh, follow-up work to do. He's going to miss the next couple shows. Yeah. Ugh, God, I'm really sick of it, you know? A-hole. Honestly, I'm I'm so over the schedule. You, you had him back. I know. And you know what? You'd think that I'd get used to it, yeah. like it would become easier. It's become harder, honestly. So it's been like a... Wait a minute, because it started out hard, I understood. Started and then you out were, hard, you were like, okay. I think it went because it started out, we were all so excited. Yeah. And it was so new that we were like, this is going to be fine because he's yeah. going to start this new journey. <laughs> And then he so started spiritual. it, and as I know, and old then, Smokey, and he's then gonna meet old Smokey. I know. And then as soon as we started learning more, and he started like getting into the grind of it all, yeah. Um, you know, up about twelve days later, he came back home. So I was like, okay, he's checked in. Right. I get to see him now. Show's and done. It was so exciting. Yeah. Then he went back out, and then did that again a few times. But it was a, it went long enough to the point where when he came home, mm-hmm. it was like. It was so exciting. And then Christmas, he was home for like a whole month almost, which was nice. But after after Christmas break and he went back to work, I was I thought I thought I I was ready. I was like, get the heck out of here. (laughs) I've been spending way too much time with you. I'm ready for you to go. But it was so hard. Mm. And then I went to New York and it. All right. Yeah. And then he came home and finally announced the show. But I'll tell you, it's become harder when he leaves now it it's oh. not enjoyable but now he's visiting family which is nice but of course i'm a little jealous i saw yeah he's up uh, with uh, ben and the family yes we love ben mccuga uh, we do he's cute pictures coming out of there i know they're so cute i just wish i was there i'm a little annoyed yeah well he's there for a while i mean he's doing other things they had to do yes. some follow-up yeah, but he's stuff there on the show for, with yeah. them all week gotcha. and then he goes and does another show and then comes home so. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's right. He's heading up. And then uh, pretty soon we'll be in Las Vegas. <gasps> Las Vegas. Mm. Am I going to let him go by himself or do I need to go along? Grace is supposed to go. So okay. that might be, you know, you can pay her a little extra to watch her. Watch him. <laughs> I'm not sure there is a dollar amount uh, yeah, that that is even worth it. I wouldn't true? even put her up to it yeah. because that would be like, I wouldn't put my worst enemy up to that. Well, I mean, the last time, and this is before her and I were, were technically together, we were working. The last time she had any kind of, you know, responsibility to watch Josh in public was New York, where her, Thad, and Josh got so drunk, they don't remember half the trip out through. So they just remember they were on subways. Oh, no. So even she was, in, she was, yeah. she was a part of it. You know. Honestly, you I think she'd be, would you know, with me around, she'd be like. Old, old grumpy's got to go back to the hotel room yeah. and play slots. Yeah. yeah, but honestly, that's the way to do it. You got to keep up with the with them so yeah. that you can have as, just as much fun. Yeah, yeah. Or end up throwing up your Negronis. Yeah, that's true. So, do that too. Know. Eating history, March eleventh. Uh, which March eleventh? We hope they we keep hope. Uh, it. All the commercials say March eleventh. Yeah, I, I potentially it could be a different date. I don't know. I have to. I have to find out because I might be going to Disneyland that day, <gasps> and I've potentially canceled pre-canceled the trip because I got to be uh, up here to watch Eating History. I can't be down there hanging out with Mickey. 
So Shoot, we'll talk this about is that a conundrum. off air. Well, I've canceled so many trips to get to Disneyland. I haven't been to Galaxy's That's Edge. That's huge. I know. I haven't been. And my friend Paul, is uh, he and his wife are uh, going to be taking Grace and I. And we've scheduled this like two or three times. Oh, no. And then stuff has come up. Oh, freaking vacuums. Vacuums. Vacuums indeed. All right. We're going to start. Okay. So. Yeah. We got to get into something. Start, I showed up. Woo, I'm drinking. <laughs> You're drinking. That's a whiskey in a Palace Saloon uh, glass. It's a nice glass. I got in Prescott, Arizona. Mm. You got some. I'm drinking a triple shot triple draft shot. latte. So I'm about was, to get all hyped up. It's so full of whatever's in there. You were having trouble opening it. It's like the can. <laughs> It's like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, the the can <laughs> gave me like a second little, like, I'm going to give you a little second chance before you yeah. do this. Ooh, and there then, you go. Then you've got this jug of water again. It y- looks y- like it's the size of a fire hydrant. What, how many ounces is that supposed it's to a be? A gallon. A gallon of water that we're supposed to drink a day, right? Yes, and it has little affirmations on there. Good so it'll, it says like 7 a.m., good oh. morning, 9 a.m., hydrate yourself. It's little reminders to Wait. drink water. Do you want to know, though, I'm right Do you now have to at, wake up at 7 a.m.? <laughs> well, t- yes, technically, <laughs> but I, if I wake up at 9, I've lost two hours. I'm like, oh, great, I got to st- get, get to sipping. Here's the problem. Yeah. I'm at 3 p.m. right now. Okay. Feeling awesome, it says. Okay. Ask me the last time I filled this up or drank any water from it. Uh, when was the last time you filled that up or drank any water? Probably Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but I brought it with me today because I I said to myself, hey, you know what? You haven't had any water today. So bring your thing with you and it'll yeah. force you to drink more water. And what did I do? I went for the coffee instead. I think I might want to get one of those and try this. I okay. drink a lot of water as is. I don't, I'm not bad with the water. Uh, but I, I want, I've never done this kind of challenge. Okay. This challenge. I love this thing. I just, the hard thing is, is when you're home, Mm -hmm. I finish it all. But when I'm out and about, I don't bring it with me. Yeah. So I'm out all day and then I come home. I'm like, oh crap. I got 9am to 9pm to drink. Our friend Andres Cabrera, Ace Cabrera, uh, co-host of mine on Cashly Talk, Jedi Council. He, oh, we always kind of tease him for bringing a large jug, but he's a healthy guy. Uh, and he goes, brings it to bars and restaurants. Do you, okay. you, do you, do you don't bring no, this to bars and I restaurants? I would never bring this out in public. Do you? <laughs> Only to friends places. I was going to ask, if you were to take it to a restaurant and they bring you a glass of water, would you open this jug up and pour the glass of water in there? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> to measure it? Yeah, just so I know like where it got so me weird, on my... Weird ladies capturing our water. Yeah, but here's the thing. I brought mm. this over to my friend's house. Yeah. And her entire family then purchased them because she's like, we were influenced. We all need yeah. that bottle. Because the thing is, mm. you d- if, if this were blank and didn't have the reminders on it with yeah. the times, you you would look at it and go, oh, that's oh, way too much it. water to drink. I can't do it. But yeah. this makes it so much more realistic because you only have two hour increments. So you're like, I could oh, I could, I could drink that much water I, in two I hours. I could even that's wake easy. up at nine and catch up. Yeah, you could. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to look. How much were those? $54? Oh, my God. No, I think it might have been $12 on Amazon. Oh, wow. Look for a gallon. It's a gallon. Couple I'll more, show you. A couple more cameos. I can get that. It's a g- um, <laughs> I think we missed another cameo. I think someone did it on purpose to have with us, though. Oh, come Remember, on, guys, guys. We've told you. We are on cameos. You need to request your cameo like on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday so we can get to it on a Thursday. Uh, all right. So we got a lot to get to. A lot going on. I want to yeah, hear your you story. you had a day. I want to. My day's been a weird technical problem day. Everything has gone wrong. And stuff out of my control. Usually I may be the problem with the tech stuff. First of all, last Saturday, which I want to get into last Saturday, <gasps> because uh, I wanted to go to the comedy store. Oh, yep. 
Grace, who often does want to go to the comedy store or does want to be social, was like, tonight's not the night. So I don't okay. want to make it sound like it was a dour, no, we're staying in. She just, that was not a night she was feeling it. I, I get was like, it. Totally feel it. I respect it, but I want to talk to you a little bit more about that. Okay. But here's what fate stuck in, struck in. One of the reasons she wanted to stay home or wanted me to stay home, she's, we, we, we have these Amazon Alexas, these uh, yeah. Echoes. Oh, we, we have one, yeah. Our whole house is almost on it. You can say, Alexa, we're going to bed. And the whole house shuts down. Oh, the lights and everything. She's obsessed with it. So she, and she's doing great. If you need someone to attack to come, she's your guy. She's your gal. Wait, are your lights cooked to, yeah, cooked to her? All of them. Oh, that is my dream. We walk into the bedroom and go, hi, Alexa, we're here. Or Alexa, we're home. We're here. And the bedroom lights go on. So I have such a hard on right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. She, no, she does too. But that and is, that's one of the reasons I, I want to stay home. I love that kind but of stuff. But check this out. So uh, we have some Edison bulbs that hang above my PlayStation corner of the house, right? And it, they're just, I'm, I'm a short guy. It's just out of the reach. You're not that short. I'm like five, nine and a half, five, nine. Five, Never five. thought you were short. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I feel it when I'm trying to reach for those lights. <laughs> so she put, she put them, she wanted to put them on. And okay. so I needed to move the TV out and do the old plug. And it's a mess of cords back there, which I hate. Oh uh, yeah. So our internet's been going in and out for a while. Weirdly. Like I have a cable from, from a LAN cable from my modem or my router to my PlayStation. Uh-huh. That means it's supposed to be connected directly. It right. kept going in and out. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Think my internet always sucks. I didn't think oh, of God, it. I'm two months for what's going to happen. I pulled the thing back. I'm moving some of the cords and I'm oh, God. Grace and I are hearing something. Oh my God. Go, what are you hearing? Oh One my of the God. wires was sparking. Actual. <laughs> it was the wire from our uh, modem. To the pluck. Okay, but why was it sparking? Was there a rodent chewing on I it? I think a rodent had chewed on it. <gasps> no other signs. I thought you were going to say a rodent jumped out. No. Oh, but, but, but we had, we've had, you know, it's an old house. We occasionally it's, get a rat. It, they're everywhere. They're it, everywhere. Yeah. And not too long ago, maybe three weeks ago, Grace comes in. She goes, the garage has a weird smell. I went, oh, yeah, the landlord maintenance guy put a little mouse trap. Oh, God, there it oh. is. So I did the old, uh, let me get the bucket and move, I got rid of it. So that guy might have done, or it just pulled because the, sometimes they have to move that router. I'm getting way into the weeds. doesn't matter. Okay. The point is we have 1920s wood paneling in that corner, a ton of wires. It was actively sparking. It wasn't like I was pulling on it. It was like a lit. It was. Our house could have burned down. So well, I good thing I brought the fire hydrant thing water she, she, today. A good thing she didn't want to go out to the comedy store that night. Could you imagine if that were the if yeah, that the were the night dogs that it we happened? got the day? Like, come on! So I don't know how long this was going. It could have been. Anyways, that's that was maybe the start of the week. Saturday. You got to check night. all your cords now. I was I'm, I, I hate cords. I got AirPods this week finally. We're in a room full of cords. Yeah, it, it well this <laughs> this I wish I wish I didn't have any cords for the podcast. I got AirPods now. Changed my life. Oh, yep. People have always said, oh, and I make fun of Mark Riley with his AirPods. I, we my, talked about this. I know, but my life you got to hold on to those things. I know. Don't put them in the laundry. I lost them last night and then found them. Oh, yeah, I put them over there. I was like, three days in, I do this. Uh, <sighs> fine, I, so, okay. I don't know if you can see. Do you see this? What do you see on my arm right there? It's a scratch. Okay. Like, see the scratch it's, down. It kind of looks like the letter H or looks a like Z. looks like an H or Ooh, a Z. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sitting last night. Yesterday, I had a ride all day. I'm sitting on my couch by 11.05. I'm not lifting weights. I'm not washing dishes. I'm not doing anything. I'm on my computer typing. Okay. My arm starts to hurt. <laughs> I look. I go, what's, what's scratching? What's, what's itching? This mark is on my forearm. 
Oh bright as red, red as it's the rodent that was rodent. chewing on your cables. But I'm sitting on my couch. A okay, leather couch. this is what I can. This is what I imagine. Were you? Did you have pillows around you? No, I'm sitting on them. I'm leaning up against the pillow. I'm typing like this. But you're not it's, resting your arm on anything. No, it's not a formed. Couch. It's a formed Z or a. N or an H. And because last night it was bright said red. Is maybe that maybe you had your arm rested on a sure. down pillow or p- part of the couch. Okay. And you know, the feathers stick out and they're spiky. Scratch. I've done that before. I've been scratched by some feathers in our couch. I'll check my pillows because I do put a pillow on my lap and then my MacBook on the pillow. It could have been that and you didn't notice until you'd until really I'm been moving, I'm typing. Rubbing. Yeah. Or do you think there's a demon in the house? I mean, the letter. It's 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 an N. It's almost like it's it my looks, name. I was going to say. It branded me. Napsock. Well, and it's kind of a K Napsock. and an N yes. together. And I told you about Is that the, your new logo? Well, you, I, I told you about, <laughs> about the old uh, abandoned uh, third story in, in the mall. Oh. Right? Oh, And they have yeah. the, the fire retardant, and my name, Ken, was in the fire retardant, and I used to go in there. And then God came and told you he knew yeah. about your relationship status? Right, this, and this, then the homeless guy, yeah. disguise, God disguises that homeless guy. Yes, and Ooh. did I also tell you? You know who should? You know who should yeah. handle this? Yeah. P.I. Macuga's on the case. P.I. Macuga, get it on the case. <laughs> Amanda Oaks, <laughs> actually. So, and then there was some, and then when when some old employees of mine found old time cards ripped up on that third floor with my name, they were my time cards. Does someone have a voodoo but they doll were the of pink, you out there? There were the pink copies that I used to take home. So for one to get up there, ripped up, but you could only see my name from 2000, and this was in 2013, that some guys were like, hey, look what we found. It's like, is this like your own, what is this? I was like, it's my old time cards. What the hell's going on up here? What the hell's going on? You have some, someone's got a weird voodoo doll out right? there. <gasps> it's probably old Smokey. It's definitely old Smokey. Because he wants to be Josh's uh, good friend, and he's like, Ken's in the way. Was, yeah. I didn't say best because you're his best friend. Aw, thanks, Ken. So that's part of my story. Everything else has gone wrong. It doesn't really matter. My radio show I couldn't do because the program that the guy has us use, which is old, you go to the website and it looks like a 10th grader built it in 1997. (laughs) Um, It's done. It couldn't work. Uh, My podcast, my four center podcast is linking to the afternoons, which is Uh, weird. Yeah, that sounds crazy to me. Just weird. So that's again, that's all doll. And, and it was just stressful. I'm dealing with notes from this company I'm working for on this project. And I just was like, I need to pour this whiskey. Yeah. I need to it's calm time. down. Calm down. Yeah. There's a demon on me. I'm swear. I swear to God. This there is. hurt last night. There is. You're, can I am, I'm not going to say it. I, right. I don't want, because I don't want to put it out in the universe. Mm-hmm. But I'm slightly concerned about all of these things, especially the, the, right. the pattern of things. Right. <sighs> on that Who same. piss off? On that same abandoned floor, which by the way, it's still abandoned at the Northridge Fashion that Center. There's a Red so Robin and a Wood Ranch on the bottom level of the, and a Dave and Buster's on the bottom le- two levels of this building. If you're ever in Northridge, everybody. Okay. Third floor is abandoned. Fourth floor abandoned. Fourth floor penthouse abandoned. It's been, it was abandoned from the time I got there in 98 to now. 
and it's just spooky anyways. It just, you know, so, yeah. I mean an empty mall and abandoned mall yeah, that there's nothing. It's worse. like abandoned. Uh, one of them is just a wide open. looks like you can build a store in there, you know, yeah. uh, wide open. I don't know, square footage. The other one's like office spaces and there's like a boiler room. I mean, I, I actually let my cousin, I snuck my cousin up there to shoot a short film up there. I was like, yeah, go use it. It's a great location. That would be a same location. Cool film location. Operations manager calls me in one morning. Yeah, you can. You in your office? Yeah. He goes, hey, walk up to me to the Broadway building, which is what we called it. It used to be the Broadway building before the 94 earthquake. Okay. And they never rebuilt. They never, so, or they remodeled it, but they couldn't find a tenant. Whatever. Okay. So he goes, can you walk up there with me? And occasionally we've had problems up there. Occasionally people sneak up there. Occasionally my own employees damage things up there. My own employees were screwing people up there. Like, whatever. <gasps> oh. go, what happened up there? We go up there. All of the food courts, old chairs have been put down in the bottom level of that building in the basement in storage. We're talking 400 wood and black wire chairs, right? They'd okay. seen them all food court. Yeah. All of them downstairs. <clears throat> all of them were now three levels up in the abandoned thing, formed floor to ceiling, which we're talking the, 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 the distance of like five cars stacked on end, like bumper to bumper to bumper, like a big rig couldn't touch the top. All of the chairs stacked in a pyramid to the very top of the building, to the, to the ceiling. One final chair. So someone snuck in, and this wasn't one person. There's no, no way they could have done it alone, right? And brought all those chairs all the way up there and then built a pyramid a out of pyramid them. pyramid that, no, how could you, without, not like a, a ladder. It wouldn't just be a ladder. It'd be a high lift. You can't get a high lift up there. A high lift is one of those big construction-sized things. A short uh, uh, Jen, a scissor this, lift. I am getting scared. Yes. I don't even want you to talk to me about this because <laughs> you're putting some weird juju. Right. I'm getting some. Am I going to get possessed? Right. And I'm t- and people. And if you're out there listening, you think I'm lying. I am not lying. Dominic. I could call Dominic Costanzo right now, the operations manager of the Northridge Fashion Center, and he'd be like, "Yeah, that was really weird." I think we even took pictures. And then nothing after that? Because we thought it was pranksters and everything. But you tell me how a human being with no fancy equipment could get one. uh, You could stack 10 of those chairs. 10 rows. And could someone be doing that during business hours and not be noticed? You could. You could go in there. I used to go relax. Not not bad, but I used to just go walk up there, check things out. took a Makuga nap? I took a Makuga nap. Um, Some employees would. There was other places I took naps. Um, but even as a director, I'd walk up there and just look out the window. You could look at the parking lot. You could observe things, you know. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you could go during the day. But even then, the effort to do it, I, I still to this day believe something on that third level was there. And it knew me because I'd been there since the beginning. <laughs> I'm telling you. I I believe you. And that homeless guy, that do is you think the this most is like, true story like I've ever told in my a, life. I feel like this is like a Demogorgon thing. It's the uh, it's uh, the upside down. Yeah, that also is in a mall, right? I'm Will. Yes, I'm telling you. People think might think I'm crazy or I'm joking as uh, as I as well, I, I live see, and dive. I see I that you're dive. branded, so I can yes. attest that. I should have taken a picture. All right. Anyways, that's my story. I'm haunted. What's your story? You are. I'm freaked out for you. Well, okay. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be sharing my story, uh-oh, uh-oh. but basically. Uh-oh. I, I joked about how I, you know, P.I. Makuga. Right. Um, even, I, I mean, I would make a great detective, but I have been working for the last two days with real detectives. 
Uh-oh. On a real Uh-oh. case. Oh. It just landed in my lap. It's horrible and mm. so sad, and I'm not even going to talk about it because I mm. probably can't, and someone's listening, and they'll make a news article about it. <laughs> but okay, I oversee a property okay. that is a neighbor, neighbor to where a big major crime happened. Currently or historic? Currently, like yesterday. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at the time we were recording this, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. So I was, I had to go to the property. Yeah. And I saw all of this police commotion. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood Division Police Officers, perhaps. LAPD. Okay. Yep. And so I. <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of know what's going on, but I'm like, oh, because you saw the headlines. Insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. this is insane. Like, whoa. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, it, the whole thing's closed off. So sure. I have to say like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm working with this home and I have to get up there. Yeah. yeah. So they let me through. I felt pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. They let me through access as I cool. was. Yeah. As I was accessing the, the gated mm-hmm. drive, uh, I was approached by two men in suits. Oh, oh. And they said, do you live here? And I was like, no, I don't live here, but I do oversee the property. Did you go, do you think I, oh, thank you. (laughs) And uh, they said, well, we'd like to get access to your cameras, to the cameras Mm. that are on the house. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me look into that. Yeah. So I... Kind of chatted with them for a minute about what was going on and what they exactly needed, and then I had to contact the uh, property owner, security. Well, the property only mm-hmm. owner, of course. But then on top of that, the um, our security mm-hmm. team that handles all of our tech, all of the tech. Sure, sure. So they had to come out to right, basically like rewind the footage to the time that they needed. Right. Um, they couldn't do it. At that moment, so mm-hmm. they said, "I'll meet you. T- we'll meet you tomorrow." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I couldn't get them the footage they needed, and I said, "I don't know. Like I can't promise you anything, right. but I'll let you know." And he said, "Okay, please give me an update before the end of the day, because at this time I didn't know when they were going to meet me. Sure. The, the the security, the camera crew, right? Like with the, the footage, yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. I went home, got an update, and then I had to call him. Yeah. I was like, oh, hold on. I got to go to call this. I was with some friends. I was like, uh, excuse me, guys. I got to go call my I detective partner. Call a detective. <laughs> um, We're cracking a big case. Oh, and he answered his phone with just his last name. And I think I'm going to go with that now. I'm just going to answer my phone. Makuga. It's the best. Oh. It's the best. Yep. That's 17 that's- years of calling police departments and police detectives. And, and, and all you need to do is be like, where's Johnson? Yep. Johnson's here. It's like diehard. Yeah. This is Agent Johnson, and this is I'm Agent Johnson, <sighs> and this felt, is Agent Johnson. I just yeah. felt so cool. Yeah. I just kept saying last night, I was like, P.I. Makuga on the case. <laughs> so I had to call him, and I yeah. told him, hey, That's I great. you know have an update. I can meet you there tomorrow <clears throat> to get this footage. Did you say, can I go to my spin class first? <laughs> hey, um, I know you're trying to deal with solving a crime, but like... I got spin first. Um, Did you really think I lived there? Like I owned it? (laughs) Okay. 
So I then uh, scheduled with him. Yeah. I felt so cool talking to him on the phone. Being at the location? Uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, be at the location tomorrow, yeah. uh, 700 hours. Um, 7 a.m. So sure enough. Zero 700. I, <laughs> sure enough. Um, I met them. Okay. And we went through right. some visual security. Jackets on or do they have the... Jackets uh, on. Just with the uh, jackets off, badge on the belt with the gun. Badge on the belt. Yeah. Oh, that was so sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. But jackets on. Okay. And they, uh, really nice guys. And of yeah. course I had to ask them all kinds of questions, like uh, important stuff. Like for instance, do you watch Bosch? I did ask them that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, like, so guys, so uh, guys, um, Bosch, because we were waiting for the stuff to load. Season two, right? Yeah, I was like, so, um, which precinct are you out of? The Hollywood division. They're like, no, no, downtown. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Do you guys watch Bosch and by any and chance? There's no such thing as a precinct on the west coast. <laughs> oh, precincts are well, east coast. I said that. Station so there you division go. divisions, right? Okay. Um. So I, I'm like, yeah. So do you guys like watch Bosch? <laughs> I love that show. And they're like, oh, no. One of the guys were like, no, honestly, I watched one episode and I was like, this is my job. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. this is terrible. Um, but he's like, you know, I really do love Breaking Bad. I was like, mm. okay, that's nice. Like, okay. It's a good show. Okay. I like to break bad. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, you know, you just get like when you're around good police officers, you mm. just get you like, you get this feeling of just, I don't know, at least I do mm. of comfort and safety. When, when they're doing it right, yeah. And I felt that way. Okay. I was like, you no. know what? My life would be in good hands with these guys. Those two guys. Yeah. yeah. Two two male detectives, right? Uh-huh. Not a they, lady detective? No, but I honestly, I wanted to be like, listen. They're the best. I would go undercover if you guys needed me to. <laughs> I honestly, for a second, I was like, damn, how can I get them to just hire me like as a as, as an, an informant? And then I was, I, mean, I was telling Josh that I was kind of get had to get involved with this. He's like, you can't get involved. You're going to be some witness and they're going to follow you. And then we're going to have to move. Oh. I was like, oh no, oh, we're going to have to move protection. out of our apartment. Shoot. Especially the situation that I think you're talking about. Suspicious right from the start. Yeah. Okay. So it gets better. Mm -hmm. I, I it's honestly. better? Well. <sighs> Mandy Oaks is on the I'm, job. I'm, I'm on the case. Okay. So uh, a friend of mine gave me some information because th this is the thing. LA is too small. Everyone knows, knows everything. Everyone yeah. knows everyone. So a friend of mine said, oh, I work with a music label and mm. we heard mm. this stuff this about thing. this person. About the victim? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So I felt it was my duty as a private investigator to... <laughs> to yes. To... Tell the real cops. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when I saw them and we had our meetup today. Yeah. Oh, you met this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I should tell them this information. Yeah. Not, and I, assuming yeah. they probably already knew, but not, but I, who you knows? Don't know. You don't know if they don't. But know. I thought, you know, I'm holding on to this information. I got to get it out there. I got to get it to the right person. Yeah. Well, ugh, I didn't know at the time, but apparently the information I had was also public knowledge and had been in all of the news outlets because people do, you know, when something like this happens, people start digging. Yeah. So I tell them and they were like, ah, uh, yeah, that's all over the news. I was like, Ugh. all right, well, you know what? I was just doing my part. 
Mm. I was just trying to be a good citizen. I, like, I got this information. I've cracked the case. Uh, yes, but uh, I, I we honestly all know thought Javier Oswald <laughs> pulled the had the gun. We all know. I honestly yeah. thought I had this. I had information that they didn't, and that they were that. going to be like, "Wow, who that. are you? And can we keep you on our team?" I know what you're doing. I, I have I've done the thing where I've called back. Hey, I need need to speak to Jones. Yeah, it's Jones. Hey, heard on the street. One of the shopkeepers said this. Yeah, yeah, we already we, we already spoke to them. I'm gonna go now. I know, damn it. Ugh. I'm gonna go up to Steak Escape. But this is the thing. Yeah. They did tell me, thank you so much for being so cooperative because where while we there are other neighbors with cameras, uh, not everyone has been cooperating. And I'm like, first of all, afraid. yeah. But yeah. also, who wouldn't Co- be cooperative. Uh, wow, I can't cooperate. Cooperate. Who wouldn't want to cooperate with the police I, unless you also are doing some criminal activity? And now that's a that leads me to start investigating the neighbors. You should. Uh, them. Some people just don't want to help. Don't want to get involved. I know. I just. I'm some a helper. people are uh, I, probably afraid of what Josh is afraid of. Yeah, that's you true. Don't want to be in too deep. Too deep. Yeah, that's true. Um, other people just don't like the cops. I, I so. honestly do want to. I, I think that's my problem. I want to be in deep and yeah. I don't have fear. I don't have enough fear. You'll be all right. Because I just feel like, hey, my my buddies, my detective buddies are going to take care of me. Well, just make sure when you're driving home, make no no cars tailing you. Oh, geez. Change your uh, pattern. Drive a different way home each day. <laughs> oh, man. These are things to do. Don't uh, don't get out of the you car. You know what I think home? I am going to do, yeah. and my sister did this, and I, I've been inspired by her okay. for many reasons. But one of the things she's forty, right. and a few years ago she started, she took up taekwondo, right? And right. so she said, "I want to have a black belt." She said, "I think I think she said I want to have a black belt by the time I'm 40. Mm-hmm. But she works a full time job, so I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, she's a mother. She's yeah, kids. she's a mother. Yeah, yeah. got a lot of she's, a, on her she's plate. a wife to also another child, so she's got to <laughs> take care of him. Um, yeah, she's got a lot on her plate, but she's almost there. She's almost there. But she I was did. thinking recently, mm-hmm. I want to go take up karate and I want to get my black belt. Okay, I thought, especially if I'm going to get into to being an, a Is detective <laughs> and." An investigator because I'm going to need some oaks. skills. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to need some skills in a dark alley when I'm investigating. This is great. Like so you're I think like, I might do it. I don't need a gun. I no. use my feet. Yes. And I have learned some really good tips from my right. sister, which I can actually. Could she teach you. <clears throat> she taught me insane so bikini I, karate classes. Yes. Do we wear our bikinis? <laughs> you don't need to, but. <laughs> I know that's her brand. So we, yeah, that's her brand. Yep. Um, so we uh, recently, uh, Josh was out of town, and again, yeah. And there was a guy. I, I had parked my car outside our house, and there was a guy who looked like a somewhat normal guy. Um, Man, but do. he called me from across the street, and he said, "Hey, hey, you got a light?" Like asking me for a light for a cigarette. Oh no, yeah. And I said, "No, I'm sorry." He didn't. Smart. He didn't, I mean, Smart. not to stereotype, but he didn't look homeless. He didn't have like an odor about him. He looked like a, <laughs> a like a, he looked like he was we, like a, not looked, but he's, he was acting a little weird. Sure. Twitchy? <clears throat> Methy? No. Tweaker? No, maybe drunk, but he didn't smell. Okay. 
So okay. just very bold. Like he, he just, he was like, a light, the and then he ran across the street uh, to, the to meet me. And I said, no, I'm sorry. And meanwhile, I'm at my car, like taking bags out. Yeah. And I had a lot of bags. That's a dangerous spot. They like, know that. Yes. They prey on that. Yes. So I had like paper towels and, you know, grocery bags. Mm-hmm. And he said, hold on. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. And as soon as he called mm-hmm. me baby, I was like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Don't talk to me no. like that. But he said, let me help you. Let me help you. You live here. And then I was like, oh, shit. Now he knows where I live. Now he knows. You're like, nope. Uh, Postmates. And, yeah. So I'm like, nope. I got it. I'm good. Thank you so much. I don't have a lighter. Have a mm-hmm. nice day. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to. And he's like, no, come on. Let me come upstairs. Let me come upstairs. And then what? I said, I said, no, um, actually, I'm going to go get my husband. And he's going to help me with my with carry my Smart. things. You know, I, I tried to say, like, I'm going to get my husband clue. upstairs, even though my husband wasn't home. Right. He's he, But he doesn't. <sighs> No. Creepo doesn't. And then he started saying, oh, your husband doesn't even like you. Plus, your husband's my brother. I'm like, oh. Oh, now he's a nutball. Yeah, now he's a nutball. Which is even more dangerous. And then, yes. And then he starts saying really inappropriate things. Wow. And then he tells me that I look like Paris Hilton. I'm like, okay, I mean, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. Well, now that you said that, I guess you can come upstairs. Come on up, pirate. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, And then he starts touching me. And that's wait a second. Yes. He, he touches me on my shoulder. He like rubs my shoulder and then he puts his arm around my back. And that's when I was like, absolutely not. But I, I, I didn't want to like freak out and hit him because he wasn't being aggressive. He wasn't being violent. He's crossed many lines. (laughs) Yes. But I was alone on the street. Sure. Okay. This is then the danger gentleman- of being a woman. Now, that- this is, I hope men out there listening so understand just, this. So I'm getting nervous and I'm yeah. not like a really nervous person, but I was getting nervous right. and I felt very violated. And so yes, I said, pl- I said, please step away. I'm going to go upstairs now. Yeah. Like have a nice day. And he followed me up my stairs. And then oh, I man. thought, okay, I don't want to get this guy in the building. Right. So oh. I would not use my keys to get in the building. Oh. Then I see a guy walking down the street. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back down towards my car and I'm going to... And he's up on the stairs with you? He's up on the stairs with me, but he's following me now. Like now uh-huh, I'm walking uh-huh, down. He uh-huh. just keeps following me wherever I go. So I see this gentleman walking down the street and I think, okay, this guy's going to see that I am in distress, obviously, and that this guy's bothering me. Hopefully yeah. he's going to like he's butt gonna... in and help. Yeah. Nope. No. Just keeps walking. What did you... And I'm not... This, I want to be clear, not criticizing anything. You said, did you... How did you communicate anything to that guy? I didn't. I didn't because that's, that's again, okay. Don't feel bad the about it. I wasn't being violent yet, but he was being aggressive. He's, he's a problem. But I just didn't want to be like, excuse me, help. I'm not you know, trying. I, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I didn't know how to react. Because I'm not trying to. <clears throat> definitely not questioning you. I want to. I want to know what should we as men be looking for. Well, and I didn't know. I was the same. Like I didn't really know mm-hmm. how to react to then get his attention, mm-hmm. but I would say you, uh, I'd say body language. I think body language kind of says it all. If I saw mm-hmm. somebody yeah. who looked uncomfortable sure. and I was very, I was very obviously walking up the stairs and then down the stairs. And I was very clearly trying to get away from this person without right. being make causing a scene. So if I saw someone like that, whose body language read that they were like nervous or trying to get away from someone, Mm -hmm. I would butt in. I would say like, Hey, are you okay? Right. Um, and thankfully my neighbor, this sweet girl who lives, excuse me, Mm -hmm. lives in my building was walking up the street. Um, and she was a bit too far to be able to like butt in and help. But I saw that she was coming 
And he just kept saying, he started saying really inappropriate thing and things. And then he got mean because I kept saying, please go away. Uh, yeah. please, you know, I kept telling him to go away. Yeah. Um, so then he got mean. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm going in your house. Like I'm going up, I'm going upstairs with you. And I said, no, you're not. And finally I said, I'm going to call the police. So I walked yeah. back to my car. And at that point, the neighbor was walking up and then he just started like cursing at me. And then he ran away when I said I was going to call the cops. So my neighbor said, are you okay? Like, what was that? And I said, honestly, no, that's never happened to me before. I didn't really know how to react. He kept touching me. He kept telling me he was going in my house. He knows where I live. Like, he looked like a somewhat normal guy. Sure. Um, And she had said she saw him uh, just a few, like right before when she went and took her dog out for a walk. Um. And he was yelling at somebody else on the street. So, oh, right. This is one. This is. So she did check on me and ask me, like, are you okay? At that point, he'd already started running away. This is, uh, this is serious. Number one, this is the afternoons get serious. Uh, This is, uh, this number one. I was on the Wanger show the other night and I proposed this and I propose it now. Sometimes a baseball bat to the jaw is how life should go. Yeah. Do Josh and I need to find this guy? (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, okay. So then I called Josh and of course, Josh did not panic as much as I wanted him to. I was like, come on, you should be freaking out. He was like, okay, well call the police. So I did. And this is a, uh, I'm going to criticize the LAPD right now because I called not only 911, but also the, uh, precinct, (laughs) the the Hollywood division and no answer. They call the front desk on no answer? Yeah. That happens a lot. I'm like, you know uh, what? I can't even- 911 no answer? 911 ring, 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 ring. From your cell phone. Yeah. Sometimes, you know you know the horrible truth about that? Sometimes when you call 911 from your cell phone, even in 2020, it goes to CHP based really far away and you'll give your location and they have to transfer you. Those dispatchers have to transfer you to LAPD dispatch. It's ridiculous. Oh, jeez. Criticize away because I've been in- not direct, but I've been in situations at work where we've been like, call front desk, call Devonshire front desk. We got a, we got a problem. We got a problem. Yeah. Ring, 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 rings. Because the front desk are officers who are on administrative uh, yeah. duty, light duty, injury, or they're grumpy as hell. An officer in the front desk doesn't want to be there. <laughs> so they're not often sitting there. And the phone just rings and rings and rings. And rings yeah. And rings. So I kind of gave up. Crazy. I kind of gave up on that. But then I thought, okay, he knows my car mm-hmm. and he knows I live in this building. Is he going to come back and like either key my car or wreck my car? Or is he going to be waiting for me? But then I realized, I think he was on drugs and I don't think he knew where he was or what street he was on. I don't think he was, I'll he wasn't this. all that coherent and I've yeah. never seen the guy since, but this is one, the, the reason I brought this up is because yeah. Yeah. My sister has given me good tips if that ever happens to me and someone ever gets aggressive or like, for instance, the most common thing I think that a lot of people do when they're attacking you is they like put their hands around your neck to try True. to strangle you. Yeah. And a lot of times what we do, our, our natural reflexes are to kick or mm-hmm. grab at their arms to take their yeah, arms yeah, yeah. or their hands off of you mm-hmm. or like kick them. Right. But what you really should do because our arms are free mm-hmm. is take a palm up to the nose. Oh, that'll crack their nose. If you it'll do it crack right. Their, if you do it right and hard, mm-hmm. it'll crack their nose. And then they will have to take their hands off of you yeah. to like hold their nose. Cause it, it's, it's their reflex to yeah, then like, ow. And then you go and grab your or, face or you and scratch, then you get away. You scratch the F out of their eyeballs. But 
Oh yeah, you could do that. But that's that's in the heat of the moment. No, no, no. And look, he's I could definitely sense from what you're describing, this is a crazy pants person, but yeah. it doesn't mean it doesn't that isn't a that's even even more of a dangerous situation. So uh, that, that, yeah, nothing like that has it, ever happened. Yeah, it isn't. So what I'm trying to say is it isn't, it's not like creepy dude at the bar. It is crazy pants. It's guy. crazy. Yeah. He was um, very, he but was, that's also what, ha, that's how these bad things happen. Yes. Um, and had I horrible. gotten, uh, had I gotten aggressive mm-hmm. before he did, I, 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 you know, maybe I would have like, you don't. This, triggered him to is, then, I don't know. This is the problem. And don't, don't let me speak for you, but I would say this is the problem with being uh, a woman on, on her own in America or the world, the world, say, not say America, is, but I'm saying America because yeah, just our Western culture, whatever, like if you are approached on the street, you, you just have an instinct to be like, I don't need help with the groceries. Thank you. Nice person. Yeah. Let me just where. Uh, a, a nice, reasonable, common sense based man wouldn't be like, hey, let me rush over across the street. So I think your first instinct yeah. is like, I don't want to be pre uh, preemptively assholish to miss yes. maybe this nice person wanting to help me, you know, and that's just that's part of the problem. So then you, you need, immediately you could have been like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, I probably and been in the right, but you would have yeah. felt you were in the wrong. That's where the well, problem Well, yeah, and I didn't start. know that he was a crazy person. I thought know. he was just sort of a, a bold Trust guy me. You don't yelling know crazy. from across the street. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, you learn. But that's the one thing. The one thing I did realize is I, I need to be better about my checking my surroundings. Yes. Because a lot of times, you know, you're walking down the street, you're talking on your phone, you're not paying attention to the people who are around you. And that's what anyone who has a calculated uh, point of view to take to doing harm is going to, is here's a lady getting her groceries on the cell phone. Mm -hmm. There's my target. Yeah. In parking lots at at malls, that's purse snatches. They're going to wait. Oh, that, that lady's got three bags from Macy's. She's fumbling around for the keys. Yeah. That's our target. Yeah, so you 100%. always have to act like you are confident. You're heading somewhere. You know where you're going. It works. You've got your, it totally works. It doesn't, it's not 100% foolproof, but That's I believe, true. trust me. This, yeah, no, no. I mean, this, is, this obviously was part of my job, but but and, and shit's going to happen. Shit's definitely going to happen. But uh, I was saying, and, and it should, like I always would say to some females, um, you know, when that, when that yes, all women hashtag was going around, I, I had a conversation with a friend. She's like, I shouldn't have to walk down the street with my keys between my fists. And I said, you absolutely shouldn't. But please keep doing that. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, you know, like I don't do that. I am not I'm not somebody who is like always on guard. I don't I like to believe that people are good. So I but I know that people are good and people are also crazy. So it doesn't yeah. mean that, you know. Um and just men at a party. I mean, the the stories and I'm, I'm speaking to the young men in our afternoons because, again, we have 31 female listeners now, thanks to you. We had like 12, and now you have 31. To the young men who I, I think listening to us are generally all good people, generally. Yeah. You're going to consider yourself all good person. But even then, like, you're not fully aware of the situations. I know stuff uh, people have gone through even recently that you would not classify as assault, sexual assault, abuse, anything, just bar behavior. Yeah. That is actually technically legally criminal. Just bar behavior. People I know that I'm like, why do you do that? Why do you think you can do that to a woman at a bar? Yeah. The touching, the touching, the touching. Well, and then this whole thing of like, well, the women shouldn't put 
themselves in that situation. I'm like, excuse me, what? Living? Yeah, I'm going to a bar to get living? a couple drinks with my girlfriends and you think yeah. I'm asking for something? Yeah. Yeah, living? Yeah, that, that's a tough thing to be in. That is, yeah. I hate yeah. when people what, say and that. What I, and to clarify to anything, especially if anyone's listening, like <laughs> when I say make sure you keep keys in your, your, your <laughs> fist, what I'm acknowledging is, the world sucks while we try to fix it. Please keep putting your keys between your fists so you can poke someone's eyeball out. Like, cause, uh, that's I what, I, that's what I would try to explain to my friend. Cause she yeah. was, this is years ago. I was like, I saw an incident. I was walking back up. It, it wasn't bad. A girl walks out of the mall and she, she was an attractive girl. Obviously I'm no, I'm like, Oh, look at that attractive girl. Right. I'm a normal human being, normal red blood man, but I'm going to stop there. Right. That's where my journey ends with her. Oh, that's attractive girl Two delivery guys delivering like soft drinks to a restaurant, started cat calling her. Yeah. And I was explaining the story to my friend. And I, you know, looking back, maybe I should have been like, hey, F you. Now I'm, now I'm going to fight with two guys. Yeah. Um, she walks on and I feel bad for her. But like I kept telling my, my friend, I'm like, those two dudes aren't following that hashtag. No. They don't care. Yeah. And I could make some comments about low education and everything, but that doesn't matter. It's how they were raised. It's how they think. Yes. And, and we are, as men raised to think, go conquer that land. Yes. And be it's aggressive. yours be to aggressive. conquer. Be aggressive. Like that you, yes. Girls like aggressive. Girls like, you know, versus a guy like, hi, I like you. Would you like to get a cup of coffee? Versus we translate, some of us translate that into, you're mine. Yeah. That's the problem. I, Part, there, there's myriad problems. That's, I think, that's where it is. Yeah. I, being raised in a, mostly female family. I, I always grew up and still, I mean, not that I see women as being superior, but I grew up thinking, well, we are, but I truly grew up believing that women were these like strong, badass, um, could take on anything, could handle anything. Um, I never thought of women as being like, I don't know, a week or targets, targets. Right. Exactly. I, and you know, thanks to my mom for instilling that sort of like empowering us to feel strong. And I know not everyone is raised that way, but, um, I, you know, like the, the cat calls or the whistles or whatever, never really, affected me in a way where it like made me uncomfortable because I just sort of was like, I feel sorry for you that you have to do that. Like how embarrassing for you. Um, Oh, you flipped it up because I never, I just, I always thought like, you know what? (laughs) I am freaking amazing. Yeah. And I, you know, like, but it didn't ever make me feel uncomfortable in a sense where I was like, Oh no, that guy now feels like he has a power or a hold over right, me. Right, right, Certainly right. not. You've got no power or a hold over right, me. Right. Now you're just embarrassing yourself. But yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I always, my mom is a very beautiful mm-hmm. woman and growing up, she was a single mom. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she got hit on and right. I, witnessed and experienced a lot of that. And she would so casually like shut someone down Mm, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. would make her that she, she almost never felt uncomfortable because she was like, wow, I can't believe you would say that. How inappropriate, you know, she would call, she would call really call you out. Right. So I always thought like, I don't know. 
I guess I grew up thinking women were way better than men. <laughs> I, I mean, this is, a, this is again, this is I still true. I, I just, Josh and I. So I, I'm kind yeah. of like, wow, what's this talk about? Like, I can't wait. Men think that they're above women because right, 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 right. I have not yeah. gotten that memo. Uh, and then, yeah, trust me. Yeah, no, and it's it, and it is. Um, like I look, I'm you know I was I explained to my friend uh, Justice Scrimshaw the other day. He, he we would go record Force Center at his pod at his house, and he has to come downstairs and let me into the apartment building. And sometimes, and he, you know, I can't buzz up; it's not connected okay. to his cell phone, so yeah. he has to come down. And one a couple times now, but one time he witnessed the a girl was walking in, okay. and opened the door, and I didn't go in with her. Okay, and he was like, "Oh," and I said, "I don't do that." Oh, I said, I, I don't want that. a woman to feel like here's this weird dude just standing out of an apartment complex is now like, oh, cool. Thanks. The door's open and I'm going to barge in after you. Yeah. Um, I like that. Right. I think I, that's probably the right thing to do. I think not many people do that, though. I understand. Yeah. And I'm, I feel I always try to have some sort of empathy towards it. Because I remember we used to go to Chili's all the time. Uh, you know, Chili's is the best place. Me and my friends would go. <laughs> and I'm not calling out my friends. But they are they are ex-military. One's a sheriff detective now. What is, and they're, they're kind of manly men. And they're good does dudes. He, does he need a partner? Uh, he might. I, I, know a couple of, <laughs> I know a couple of detectives. You want to... Um, so these are good dudes, by the way. These are I'm still friends, right? But but and, and it was just a thing. And one of them was a really good looking cat, and the other one was just like me. But we used to go to the bar. At You're Shirley's. also really good. Looking. Eh, you know, what are you gonna do? Um, uh, I, I look in a mirror and it cracks. But um, <laughs> we would go, and they would flirt with the waitresses. Okay. I would call it harmless. Yeah. But it was this constant thing, and I was very uncomfortable with it. Now, granted, one of the waitresses I had a huge crush on. Her name was Allison. Huge crush on. She never knew it because you didn't. She, she, I tell the story often on podcasts uh, and shows. I once ordered nine dollars worth of food. I tipped her eleven dollars, hoping that would make it clear. <laughs> and it didn't make it clear. Um, she probably just thought, "What an idiot! Yeah. You can't do math." And I'm gonna, or <laughs> thanks for the money. I'm gonna go take my boyfriend out for an ice cream. Yeah. Um, because you know, I, I think in those to get to to know uh, to to obtain any kind of success with a woman in the situation, you have to get to know the woman and treat her like a human being, not a waitress yeah. that you fault like a stripper. Like you yeah. know, every guy falls for the strippers, you know, like yeah. idiots. But I was always uncomfortable with my friends the way they were so aggressive, and they would tell me, they would tell me, this is culture. This is the, the you know, I, I don't have a huge problem with some of the locker room cultures, <sighs> uh, but when it comes to this kind of stuff, because I get, it, I've been in sports, I get, I get it. I've been in yeah. a uniform job where we're just all kind of mostly predominantly male environment. Um, I understand where it comes from is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I would, I would, I would tell like, they'd be like, no dude, you, you want to, you want to get her? You got, you got to be aggressive, man. Got to be aggressive. I understand being aggressive. And, and like, I do think, I, I do think there's a being aggressive as far as like being forward and letting someone know that you have yeah. a crush or you like them. But hundred percent. I, th- and, and but, I think but, some but women age, like, like that yeah. forwardness and like that aggressiveness. At where, 23 though, this is at that time frame. I'm 23 at this time. Not knowing, like in my head, I know it's right or wrong, but right. I think to a lot of guys, it translates to, ah, oh, cool. Slap her on the ass. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, which I've seen at bars. Ugh. And I've seen, I have friends who do the lower, I've, the lower back rub <laughs> for I, a woman they don't know or oh, they've just met uh-uh. and like that kind the, of crap. The, yeah. That's not being aggressive. That's, that is being. That's being inappropriate. Yeah. There's a, a difference. An assaulter, there, actually. Yeah. 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 Not in a sexual sense, but in a physical assault. Yeah. yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I've never been in the situation where that has happened to me, fortunately. Um, yeah. 
And if it had, I think, uh, I mean, again, you never know when you're in this situation. Like me, I thought- but it happens if, fast. I it thought like fast. this guy on the street, yeah. if the, I had envisioned if anything like that ever were to happen to me, I would like beat some serious ass. Sure. Well, of course not. You freeze, you get nervous, you get scared. Again. You like all of those things. You're like, okay, you're right what is he going to gonna do next? Yeah. I, 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 This is my home. I don't want to go yeah. up there and he's going to get in the building. And then, you know, all these things are going through your mind that you don't think- it, you have, I watch crime shows where I'm like, oh man, what would I do down a dark alley if someone yeah. approached me like, oh, I would just stick my high heel in their eyeball. Yeah. Well, that never happens. And I'm not ever wearing high heels. It's so, what, yeah. you know, it's like you, you think you're going to rea react a certain way when in reality, your body like shuts down intensely. People, I, I, I have, I, this is what I used to train on. Used to train on earthquake happens. Here's what we're going to do. A gunfire happens. Here's what we're going to do. This is, this is part of my job. And everything I would tell my officers, everything you think you just learned, you're going to forget in the two seconds that the earth starts shaking. Yeah. We have to go to our gut instincts. We have to go to base. I'm giving you four steps to train, not 22 of a legal lawyers approved training or yeah. for you defense classes. Yeah. Uh, your instincts are going to kick in. Or what I just said, I think the situation starts with you in that moment going, no, thank you. I don't need help. Nice person. Let me try to just engage on a normal level, even though your instincts yeah. are probably saying this creep this is, is a problem. Yeah. And yeah. that's where, that's where it begins. And then it just gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that said, what's he, tell me what he looks like. Um, I'm going to go, <laughs> Josh gets back in town. Uh, me, him, Ellis can hold the camera. We're going to go, <laughs> we're going to go take care of him. Honestly, I don't know. We did, I'm telling you, I, he did I have he did have track pants on. That's all I know. I want a description because I'll tell you what, and a white t-shirt, and it's uncomfortable, and people don't like police violence or they don't like authority violence. And guess what? I get it because there's a lot of bad out there, and there's a lot of bad cops out there, and there's a lot of bad people in situations. I could go on and on about that, but I'll tell you what, I have been part of a unit that there was uh, uh, a guy working one of those perfume kiosks and he kept grabbing ladies and pulling them over and we kept uh. telling him and we kept telling him and we kept telling him and mall management said we're gonna have to you're gonna be fired and he was like the owner of it. we're gonna cut your lease everything and he kept doing it and he was kind of a big dude and worked out my boss who was a retired sheriff we went over told the guy to go in the corridor we closed at the corridor my boss beat the fuck out of him <gasps> and he didn't do that no he didn't way. stop there was a guy who used to come around, used to jerk off in the corridors across from Victoria's Secret and Fredericks of Hollywood, used to try to Gross. do this. He used to get away. Turns out he was employee serious. You know what we did? We dumped him down three stories of concrete and metal stairs. And when the police came, we said, he must have tripped. And they went, yeah, it looks like he tripped. Yeah. And I know people hear that and they get uncomfortable because they think anyone that this happens to is innocent. They're not innocent. Yeah. And we'll dump them on their heads. And I got it. Oh, it gets me. It gets I, me. I know. Because I'm and sorry. I, I hate it. Br uh, br br it takes brutal men sometimes to hold back, hold back brutal men. And, yeah. and, and I believe that. I believe well, that. Well, and I'm such a, uh, I still believe like an eye for an eye. I, and I know that is so, but I think like a lot of these people who tore, like, yeah. you know, it, it, this is horrible, but you know, I read stories about like children being tortured or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. animals being tortured or oh, that Netflix series you were watching, <sighs> the nutball. Yes. Grace, Grace was watching. I was like, stop watching. This. Yes. But this is what I'm saying. You're going to lock them up and put them in a comfy little cell with a mattress and feed them three meals a day. Oh no, no. You're also going to stick him in a vacuum sealed bag and you're going to slowly totally take the air out of his body because that's what he chose to do to some kittens. Yeah, there, So that's there are, what he gets done to him. There are people I, 
wrongfully accused there are people in bad situations there's misuse of power there's misuse of power every day i want everyone to know that i think that's true because i've seen some horrible situations too but i've also seen the other side of it where these people are not going to respond to your little pot flower of peace they're going to respond to yes, your fist you need to it. their face yeah i have seen that my friend just did it the other day i can't th- on the job guy blew up a car <gasps> blew up a car so they chased him Friend says, I took care of him. Oh my God. And that's the way to do it. Oh, that's so I believe cool. in that to the end of my day. It's old West. It and is. That, old it West. ain't perfect. And sometimes you need it. Sometimes they need it. Yeah, they well, that's what I mean. Sometimes they need it. You just love that. But you know what? Yeah. So I want to do that. Makuka PI is on the case. Uh, you so. find me this guy. Yeah. If you see him <laughs> on the side of the road, and uh, you know, you you work near you live near fire station. Don't forget, yeah. get into there if they're there. But, but yeah. even fire stations, you can't see, just enter. You see, can't just enter. Here, no. You have to buzz. Right, you have to but buzz here's in. the thing. In the moment, yeah. did, did I walk over there? No, that no. wasn't, I w- didn't even, I wasn't even considering that or thinking that. Why didn't I do that? Yeah. Because my body just went into complete, you're gonna like, go into what you're gonna go to. shock. You're going to go into what you're going to go to. <sighs> all the now training, I'm starting karate. All the training in the world didn't help me. I had CPR, AED. The first time I saw a guy, uh, we got a call, go to a shoe store. He had dropped dead in front of us, and we had to use an AED. And I sat there for two seconds oh going, my God. what do I do? I've been trained for 15 years at that point. I've been training. Funny enough, I've only had to use the CPR training one time, yeah. and I it worked. You should win an award. It, it was, I felt very, and then these hot firemen showed up and I was like, oh, hello, no big deal. I just saved a life. Do I get like an award or just you, you take me to breakfast? Right. You deserve a medal. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. This is an hour long wow. segment. This, yeah, this got serious. It's got really And serious. I love that it got serious because I'll tell you what, I want the young men listening to us right now here in the afternoon. You thought I had whiskey and it was going to be funny, but I got, you know, my whiskey as what is that? What does that shape look like to you? Do you know what that shape is on that whiskey? It's a silhouette of three guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see three men. Yeah, three men. Uh, the three musketeers. It's no. Wyatt Earp, Virgil Earp, and Doc Holliday. Oh. Because they used to drink at this bar. Now, they're not perfect men, too. I know the real story of them. They're not perfect. Okay. They're not perfect. But Tombstone version, the movie Tombstone. Oh. Wyatt Earp. You can do something, you're just going to stand there and bleed. That's me down in the heart. So I want all the young men listening these are the things you got to be aware of, of the ladies out there. This is what they yes. deal with every day. The simple act of you flirting and offering to carry their groceries to the car might terrify them because you don't know what's happened before. Pay attention, listen, learn. Yes. You'll still Read find body love. language. Read body language. Be courteous and, and look for things going around. Look for things going around. Something yeah. looks weird. It might be weird. I'm not saying you have to rush in with fists flying. Maybe you stay in the area. Yeah, if you see a girl that looks uncomfortable talking to somebody else, maybe butt in and just say, hey, is everything okay? Hey, honey. I did that once. I, I had that happen once. You hear those stories? Oh, yeah. Hey, can you just pretend to be with me right now? Just yes. talk to me because this guy's been following me. I did that with me. Josh once. But and, it was, and you ended up marrying him. So. And I, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or was that, was that at I your wedding? I used him. Was that at your that wedding? Was all, no, actually, our fir- the first time we ever hung out after we met, yeah. uh, this is too long of a story. But anyways, he came and met me and there was some guy that was hitting on me. It was so annoying. Yeah. So I said, oh, my boyfriend just got here. I was like, hey, honey. And then Josh, like, you know, yeah. he understood. And he's like, oh, okay. Hi. Yeah. I'm her Hi. boyfriend, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty. It was kind of, that was like our meet cute. There you go. It's pretty cute. There you go. The afternoons with oh Amanda Ken. We're getting serious. We're blowing off steam from a hard day. I've got a demon. Uh, uh, Amanda is helping <laughs> solve branded. a uh, uh, salacious case. And uh, gentlemen, 
be better. We'll be back on the other side for a quick final segment here in the afternoons with Amanda and Ken and Josh, who's off getting ready with his show, Eating History, March 11th on the History Channel. All right, bye-bye. We're back here in the afternoons with Amanda and Ken. A silly look. <laughs> Actually, a serious <laughs> a look. Serious look. At a serious world today. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't matter when you listen to Amanda. It's, uh, it's always the afternoons, right? It sure is. That's right. Yeah. Uh, hey, first hour, I think that was some uh, great work. I, I stand by that work. Yeah. Uh, we didn't intend to get that. We thought we were going to be silly today. No. Yeah, we did. I'm demon-possessed. <laughs> you... Amanda's helping solve a murder. You... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we want the world to treat women better. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's yep. the goals today. Yes, that is goals. That's uh, goals every day. Goals every day, but especially today. Not a problem. Uh, I don't think anyone out there listening has a problem with it. So we're going to roll on, though. Um, the first segment ran so long. Uh, I've got Mark Riley coming in here uh, to do a show so- shortly. And oh. then you've got to drink 13 gallon- gallons left of water. I do. I, I have a... Uh, ooh, I got a lot. Mm. Also... So I've got, I have a girlfriend staying with us right now, and then we had a friend over last night, uh-huh. and uh, he had asked me, where do you get your water for that? And I was like... Ugh. Yeah, yeah. What do you, sink? Out of the sink. Really? You don't filter none of it? Okay. Look, I'll I tell you what, Burbank... I one of those Britas, okay? I, we have a lot of filter They're stuff so in our house. They're so annoying. They'd go... I'd, I'd Burbank fill it up, great. drink it all, and then it goes empty, yeah. okay? And then I'd yes. be like, uh, gotta we fill got that thing one, up. It's so annoying. We got one. I don't even know the brand name. It's some super duper one. It's like got a computer in it. Oh. Grace has had to replace it three times, and they got to ship one out. And you you put the thing in the back, the water from the sink, uh-huh. and it's like, and like all these the lights thing. come on. Oh. I'll show you. I've never seen it. It is the size of a like a football helmet. Okay. Well, I got, I'm, I'm sick of that stupid Brita. So I stopped using it. And then Josh said, oh my God, the tap's fine. It's all hydrating. It's all water. It so is, then I was like, okay, fine. fine. Yeah. So I filled it up. Well, uh, my friend yeah. told me last night that he read something. They like came out with this whole study. Mm-hmm. Whole study. LA right. tap water uh-huh. is filled with Prozac. I don't believe that for a second. No yes, more. I believe it. I don't believe it for a second. It's like filled with all kinds of bad drugs because... Drugs. Yeah. This city can't... What's Prozac going to do to me? It's going to make you numb and feel better. <laughs> like this city... But, then, uh, but I, he was like, no wonder you have all these health issues. You're drinking the tap no, water. See, and they fluoride, fluoride, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, um, I, uh, you know, LA, and I live in Burbank, which is not LA. And there's a reason I've decided to stay in Burbank. Our tax dollars go to our city, to fixing the city, to doing things. Uh, L.A. can't even get together to fix a pothole. No. You're going to tell me they're going to get together to Prozac, like watered down pixie dust Prozac in our tap water? Yeah, they're absolutely not. And Burbank tap water is rated really high. Is it? I don't have the stats to prove that right now. (laughs) I could be lying. (laughs) So maybe I just come over here and fill up my Fill it up. Fill it up. Yeah. I'm telling you, before you leave, fill it back up to the top. That'd uh, be good. Um, I did just order a water filter for my so- my my soffit, uh, my soffit? faucet, a faucet, a faucet. <laughs> oh God! Sometimes I can't get words out. I'm the worst, and if people <laughs> listen to me long enough, you probably think I've got half a brain. Sometimes I just, I tell you, I, I just, 
I'm not even joking. I've talked about it before. I'm not, I don't think I'm dyslexic, but I have maybe some, something going on sometimes. My mind moves too fast. So I'll, I'll, I can't say words that I don't take the time to see in my head. Yeah. And then, so malevolent, male, see, I can't do it. Malevolence, malevolence, right? It's also just a hard word. It's a hard word. Malevolence. There's this three episodes of Star Wars, The Clone Wars called The Rise of Malevolence, something malevolence, a spaceship. Okay. I can't say it. On, on the fly, I can't say Kinda it. Kind of like Maleficent. Because Yes, because my mind flips a bunch of jumbles around because I haven't taken the time to look at the word and sound it out uh, like a second yeah. grader. Or maybe I'm just half a dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of full smart, we got a bunch of calls today. Oh, let's do some. And we're going to do this before we get on out of here. Hey, guys. This is Dwayne from Washington, D.C. Dwayne. I have a question for Josh and Ken. If Josh is there because, like, I don't know his schedule no more. We don't either. But, um, we don't either. What yeah. is the best way to get over stage fright as being doing stand-up? I've been doing stand-up for a while, a little bit now, and I just want to know what is some good ways to get over it because I am good at doing the stand-up part, but I'm still shy when I get on stage. Mm. And Mrs. McCougar, um, mm. any good stories about Josh this weekend? Because <laughs> we love those stories. Have a great weekend, guys. Oh, All right. Well, let's start. Any good Josh stories you want to share? Um, ooh. What ha- I'm like, what day is it? I don't even know. Uh-huh. Well, he left uh-huh. me, so there's that. There you go. There's that. Um, Fool left me. He left me. I know. Not No, not really. Not really? Good. That's fine. That's fine. You don't need... I mean... He's been not been here. You're not going to let Dwayne down? He hasn't been yeah. here. Yeah. Although the night that we mm-hmm. went to... Oh, he got in trouble. The night we went to the comedy store. Oh, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, you guys weren't there. Did you go? I went. Mandy No Show showed up. Okay, but here I want I want the truth here. So, again, I want it clear to anyone listeners because a lot of listeners they follow Grace online and they'll tweet to her and they'll get me in trouble. I came home from a full day of Schmodown shooting, big yeah. day. Grace did not attend those tapings. I got home and usually if I'm busy and been around a bunch of people, I'm like, let's just keep the party going. And Ellis will always, at some point, will always turn to me while we're announcing matches and be like, store? Like, yeah, I can do the store tonight. We'll yeah. go at the patio. I got home. I was like, baby, do you want do you want to go to the comedy store tonight? Yeah. We'd gone like two weeks ago, but it was just the three of us. Yeah. And so I was like, Cougar's going to be there. The Rileys might be there. Maybe the Ruvacavlas might be there. <laughs> like, let's do it. Yeah. And she was like, I just, not tonight, not tonight. I give her credit. She'll do it when she wants. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm the same. I get it. I, yeah. t- I appreciate that. And I think it was the other way. I think she had been home all day having kind of a quieter day. Yeah. And then you get comfortable. It's like, <sighs> and I know for her, it takes a little bit more to get ready. You know, yeah, same. Got it. I, I can respect that. But I was like a good dog. I was like a puppy. But I ended up sparking wires. I spent two hours at Walmart looking for the fu- Thank God fucking wires home. I need. Yeah. yeah. But Josh said you were going and then you said no. Because of the cocktails at the comedy store. Is he lying? Oh my God. Is he lying? Did I just get Josh in trouble? Yes. He is the worst. Are you kidding? (laughs) He is so annoying. (laughs) I said, all I said about the cocktails is I don't like them. So I was going to have wine. So we get there and and he's like, So he wasn't completely making it up. Wasn't completely making it up. I just said they have horrible cocktails. But here's the thing. I mean, the bartenders aren't the best. They're just comics. (laughs) No, but okay. They don't have horrible cocktails. It's more like, it's not my, I want like a spritz or (laughs) I want something fruity and fun. And they don't make that. Okay. They make, they'll give me like a cranberry vodka 
or bourbon on the rocks. And I don't want any, I don't want that. So, okay. That's fine. Um, but what happened? So, okay. Cause it was like the McCougars are going, no, Mandy, no show's going to no show. And then it was more pressure. Then, then it felt like, okay, then maybe I don't feel as bad missing it tonight. Then she was like, Manda's back in. And I was like, uh, baby. Okay. Gonna- because he guilted me. So here's the thing. He said, we're all going to go to the store being right. you and grace. Right. Mark mm-hmm. us, whatever. And so I was like, others. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right. Possibly others. Exactly. Okay. He didn't say it, but he's sometimes like, you know, a bunch know. of people. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know. So I said, okay, cool. We'll go. Whatever. So we were hanging out and then all it got right. to be time to almost go. And he's like, oh, it looks like nobody's really going now. Mm. Just Mark. Right. I was like, okay, well, do you want to go have like a boys night then? Mm-hmm. Thinking. Did you that say that mean, earnestly? Did you mean that? No, I I meant that. I almost wanted it? him to say yes. So, so then you, I didn't have to go. So you could get out of the house. And he was like, well, no, like mm-hmm. you can still come. Like, right. you know, Mark and Julie might still come and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you should still come. And he's, and I was like, okay, do you want me to come? Or are you just saying that? Because if. Right. Right. He's like, well, do you want to come? I'm like, okay, this is oh. a stop asking me that. And I said, if you're asking me honestly, do I want to go yeah. when you're not sure who's showing up? I'm going to say no. But if Fair you enough. want me to go okay. and you want to spend the time with me, yeah. then yes, I will go. That's and he's like, wife. yeah, he's like, okay, well, I want you. I just love when you're around. So yeah, I, I want mean, you to come. He was selling it. That's sweet. He was That's selling sweet. it as his last night on earth because he, he didn't, he was going to be gone for a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. So and, and I reminded him of that too. I said, okay, yeah. it's your last night before you're gone for two weeks. This is what you want to do. And he's like, yes. <laughs> That's weighted. That's it weighted. It is. You're it, like, you can was. stay home with your wife, wink, but wink, nudge, nudge. Yes, but he or didn't. Or go get un- drunk and pass out in an Uber. Exactly. But he didn't take the nudge because he's a freaking idiot. Uh. Grace, I, Grace and I have to go, go, go through this sometimes too. Sometimes you just have to look at us in the face and say, I would like to have sexual intercourse with you. <laughs> okay. You're right. I should have just we'll be like, Oh, what, you want to go to bed? What do you, what do you, you tired? You tired? But then I also mm-hmm. don't want to be the naggy wife who one never goes out or two keeps him in all the time. And so then he has to cancel on his friends being like, we're going to stay in. And then I'm the lame wife that always keeps him at home Mandy or doesn't Oaks let him go doesn't out. doesn't like the cocktails at the store. Right. Okay. So I was like, I mean, if you ask me, I don't like the cocktails at the store. So I'd go somewhere else, but I'll, I'll drink some wine and we'll get to see friends. It's fine. Whoever shows up, right. shows up. Well, when he comes back. We'll so okay. I... I go and then he asked me, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know, red wine, I guess. He's like, ew, that's disgusting. You're going to get red wine at the (laughs) store. And I was like, then get me a freaking water. Sorry. Give me a ball of cocaine uh, and Yeah, I'm like, geez, what do you want from me? I told you I don't like the cocktails, (laughs) so I'm going to get wine. Now you want me to be a total downer and have some water? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, So the reason that he said he wanted me to come. The reason? The reason. Yeah, the reason. The reason he said he wanted me to come. Yeah is because he wanted to spend time with me. He likes when I'm around so he could spend time with me on his last night. I think that's true. Um, yeah. I could count the amount of words on one hand that he said to me while we were there the whole time. <laughs> Maybe two. Like, we didn't spend any time together. <laughs> I was talking to somebody else and he was talking to somebody uh, else. Were you having a good time and, though? Who were you talking to? I was talking to Julie and I adore her. So that was, Julie. it was an easy, it was a, Wedding I, I loved up, catching, yeah. things going down. I loved catching up with her. You were telling but, her, don't put a chandelier in the tree. I, I was. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. I had that, you know, it was still the last night I was going to see my husband for sure. two weeks and that is what he chose to do. And I, we spent zero time together and then okay. he got plastered drinking yeah, bourbon not, not a shock, yeah. 
and we left and he was like, oh, are you mad at me? I was like, I'm not mad at you, but it was our last night together and this is what we chose to do. And you said you wanted me there because you wanted to spend time. Like you like to spend time with me. We didn't spend time together. We didn't spend time. So I just hung have you. fun when you leave and I'll see you in two weeks. Like <laughs> I, I just, it was like a shitty, uh, excuse my French. It was no, like, uh, we've said a, a lot. I know yeah. it was a, just a really yeah. Yeah. bad way to like part uh, yeah. before being, before, before being uh, away from each other for know, two weeks. He, so yeah, there's my story. He wanted to live like it was the last night on earth, which is this great U2 song. Add this to the playlist, Mateus. God, I love that band. All right. Um, we, we need to answer uh, Dwayne. Yeah, stage uh, fright. Stage fright. Stage fright. I don't know anything about that. Well, um, you but you've performed here on this podcast. You were uncomfortable maybe the first few minutes uh, of the yeah, your show, but still you, different. It was just you, so I there was a level of comfort there already that me. that I didn't. It wasn't like I had a crowd of ninety people or two thousand people. Here's what I'll say, Dwayne. He seems pretty confident in his material, but uh, it is all about forming a character around yourself that is you, but not you in the moment. Because I have some historical flameouts on stage. Christian George Harloff will tell you, and he, he mentioned one time on that old show, Collider Live, that he knows me really well as a stand-up, and sometimes I would just get in my head and would feel nervous about the crowd and just be very in my head that they were judging me, and it was in, in more than a normal way, because you're always kind of being judged by stand-up. Yeah. There'd be times I get up on stage, everything's great, I get a laugh out, great set, kill. Uh, the next night, the next week, I get up there, something in my head just didn't work, and I was just very aware that all 40 people in that room at room five were staring at me. And yeah. judging me. And it was a real out-of-body experience and it'd be bad. So, Dwayne, what I would do, what I would suggest as it relates to stand-up comedy specifically, what I what I solved then, and it's and it's it occasionally happened a little bit in Washington, DC, when something started going wrong in my set. I suddenly felt like I wasn't in control of the room. It was not Ken the comic, it was Ken the me. And you got Ken the comic is a character. Mm-hmm. So you got to form that character, Dwayne. But what I would do when I came back in 2009 to just to stand up after being away a couple of years, I used to be a comic that would grab the mic and walk around the stage or, you know, take it off the stand, move the stand out of the way like a professional and do my set. I decided when I came back, I s- never took the mic off the stand and I stood behind it. Seems really oh. weird. But that tiny, tiny protection made me comfortable and I felt safer. Interesting. And that helped me form more control, more than confidence, control of myself on stage and being in the moment, not out of the moment watching it. So Dwayne, try that. That's some good advice. I can't help you in real life. Yeah. If you walk into a party, and that's why when I walk into a party, even among people we know, I've been to your house for parties. Where do you find me? Hiding in a corner. (laughs) Because I'm, I feel as though everyone's, who's that guy? Yeah, I understand that. I'm, I'm a little, I don't like. It's a little social anxiety. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Little tricks. I would have said, just pretend everyone's naked, but that's. (laughs) Well, that turns things still different. All right. Yeah, that's Uh, true. Hey, speaking of, uh, oh, I just dropped my mouse plug. Um. Mateus is on the line here. Shalonk, shalonk, shalonk. Hey, I just want to hear uh, Duncan fighting with uh, Josh doing an impression of uh, Stallone. And I <laughs> know, oh, sorry. That's I am kind of drunk show. today. Just kidding. Uh, I just wanted to know if, first of all, congratulations to Josh. Uh, I'm Matias from Argentina. 
Sorry for my bad English. I, uh, I just want to know if Shosh knows, knows uh, if his new show is gonna air sometime later in Latin America because we had the History Channel here with all, the, all those reality shows too. So I just want to know if I could watch the show. I want to do it and I want to see what uh, Josh Dub in Latin American Spanish looks like. Oh. That's all. Goodbye, take care. All right, all right. Mateus, uh, who, uh, I, first of all, I always love when someone, uh, and that sound you just heard was me texting Josh Makuga to see if I get an answer. Um, I love when someone like Mateus from Argentina or some of our other listeners from around the world that speak, uh, you know, the English is not the first language are like, apologize for my English when they probably speak six languages. I know. And we speak. Barely speak one. Yeah, we, we can't even get Maleficent um, Apologize out. for not understanding uh, the seventh language on my depth chart of languages. <laughs> Don't want to do a bad accent and fed Mateus, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, totally. It's like he's out there. So true. It's like, I apologize for not sounding I'm, like you idiots. I'm here over here going, I can't say English words I know. Malevolence. And he's over here. Here's malevolence <laughs> in seven languages. Uh, Mateus. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. Thank you. I, and, and you guys can, he has that afternoon's playlist on uh, Spotify. You can follow hopefully he adds youtube's last night on earth uh to it because man it's one of my favorite songs 1997 pop um love it um i don't you don't know. I'm obviously not the person to ask. I don't know the answer to yeah. if he can watch it in Argentina. What I do know is that it will be streaming. So on mm. history.com where you can watch full episodes of their shows, right. um, once the show airs, it will be available online. And I don't know if that's something that you can get access Here's, to in other countries, but yeah. um, that is an option. Weird. Yeah, it is It's weird, weird that UK might be the bigger problem because of a lot of their laws. That's why Disney Plus wasn't immediately available over there. There's some stuff going on. Oh, um, really? So, um, I, he, Josh I would not, say, okay, so did he... The bubbles aren't coming, so He's Josh ice skating. What a nerd. <laughs> um, but he's texting me... And Mark Ellis and Christian Rulacaba on our other thread going on right now about Las Vegas. Oh, then he's probably had. He's choosing. He has that thread open. Yeah. He probably saw that you texted, but he's typing something in that thread. Because I, I sent him. He didn't respond to me as well. You know, I was doing those radio station dedications, the one to Mark Ellis. Yeah. Um, I'll get it. I'll get it playing here in a second. I did this one uh, on this week as well. I've had a lot of pro see, tech problems today iTunes, a lot of things not opening. It's driving me a little crazy. Um, anyways, um, so here's my suggestion. Maybe Mateus can dub Josh on Eating History for us. Yes. Maybe that's... But if... It, okay, so he said that he does get History Channel there. He does get History so Channel. I would there. assume that it will air there then. Yeah, yeah. But I, the question is... Will it be dubbed? I, you know, not that Mateus or anyone out there couldn't understand Josh in our native tongue, but it would be be really funny if. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I would imagine yes. If there's the cap if they have access to it there, they would. Yeah. Maybe okay. it won't premiere at the same time, but. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit later. I think I think that would be fun for me. I think I, I'd like to see Mateus give us uh, give us what Josh sounds like in. Argentina. I would like him to just be the dubber. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Oh, oh, yeah, Mateus, you're saying he should. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Dub. I can't get this file playing. Anyways, I I used my power as a radio uh, DJ to send a dedication from John Makuga to Deb Makuga. 
Just oh, not. that is so cute. That's Ben Qualler falling. No, that's not the song. I don't know what's going on. I'm telling you, all day today, oh, tech no. problems, things that should be working. It's the ghost it's in your house. It's the ghost. That it's is the demon you. that's falling around. All right. Uh, thank you, Mateus, there. Uh, we've got a couple. We will find of, out the real answer to that, and, yeah. and we'll, we'll let you know. Nathan checking in here with this one. Hey, Josh. Hey, Ken. Hey, Amanda. Uh, hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, Josh, again, congratulations on your new show. I can't we'll wait to start watching it. We'll I'm so em. glad I can finally watch something on the History Channel that has nothing to do with aliens or ancient aliens or gold or swamp people. I mean, I um, like those shows. Don't so my question is... I guess if anybody can answer it, uh, but I think it's mainly geared towards Ken, but mm. I just got promoted to a supervisor position uh, about a month ago, and it's been really stressful this past couple of weeks. So I wanted to know, is there any way, any advice you can give me to like, you know, either uh, alleviate the stress or just things that you do to really, that helped you relieve stress while you're in a supervisory position? Mm. Thanks guys. And have a great day. Well, I would suggest throwing criminals down stairwells to start. Um, <laughs> well, congrats. That's Nathan, an awesome big promotion. Pull, big pull. Um, here's the one bit of advice that I pulled this quote. Um, this one bit of advice I'll give anyone in a leadership position. Game of Thrones, season four. Do you remember the episode Watchers on the Wall? That's where the Night's Watch defended the oncoming attack from Mance Raider yes. and the Free Folk. Yes. All right. Alice, you know who Sir Alistair Thorne is? So there's Jon Snow up there. Okay, and yeah. then there's the guy who did, hated him. Yes. And led the revolt against him and yes. stabbed him, right? Yes. Not the kid Ollie, but right. Alistair yeah, yeah, Thorne. Yeah. So he said this to him at one point, because Jon Snow starts the episode by saying, hey, the north is, or the wildings are coming. The free folk are coming. We need to close uh, close the gate. We need to bury ourselves in. And, and, and they shoot him down. Because he's a, Alistair Thorne's the acting leader. He shoots him down. And they're standing up there on top of the wall, thousand plus who knows how many hundred thousand uh, wilding are marching on the wall they've got a hundred night's watchmen they're gonna die yeah it's not looking good john snow standing up there alistair thorne comes up next to him and he says do you know what leadership means lord snow it means that the person in charge gets second guessed by every clever little twat with a mouth but if he starts second guessing himself that's the end for him for the clever little twats for everyone this is not the end not for us. And he goes on to talk about some stuff in the story. Um, I saw that, listened to that. And I was like, that's leadership. That's leadership. Uh, you like have to be able, to, Nathan, to know that you have to make decisions, stand by your decisions. Eventually they might be wrong and you learn from them. You will need to take the advice of the people around you. You don't need to be a dictator, but at some point it's on your shoulders and there's going to be things you're aware of concerns you have that a, an employee has no idea of what they're going through there, you know, cause and, and God forbid, but like employees just kind of, they have their own needs in their minds or their coworkers, but sometimes they don't have the big picture in mind. You have to know that you're eventually going to make a decision that's unpopular and you got to stand by it. As far as stress relief, look, no, I, I a hundred percent believe in general circumstances, you cannot be the friends, a friend to your employees. That would, anytime I was real close with an employee, it would burn me. Yeah, I but, agree. By the way, Mateus, uh, Josh says, stream it. So there you like go. Like what I said. Um, like what Amanda said. Um, anyway, so that's the general what it is. And you just have to form your own circles. Don't rely for any comfort. 
a friendship from your employees doesn't mean you can't be nice. I'm not, I was never a, a too bad of a too much of an a hole to my employees. I actually am still close with some of them. Ran into one the other day at Target. Oh, nice. Grace was like, "That was a nice guy. Who was that? He used to work for me. Good guy." Um, but yeah, you know that you. The reason you can't be friends is eventually you're going to be in a position where you have to do something for the betterment of the team or even, God forbid, the company and not for them. Yeah. And that's tough. That's Clever good. little twats with mouse. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, Any advice for leadership? Advice. Um, I mean, I've been in like management and supervisor roles, mm-hmm. but I've worked mostly You've worked with detectives with, yeah, in, with detectives. I've worked m- mostly with women, right. which creates a lot more emotion and not, not saying in a bad way, but, uh, <laughs> right. I was like, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know uh, what type of position or, or yeah. job he's in, but I would say, I think you're right. I mean, you can't really be friends with people who work mm-hmm. for you. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it's important to be kind and to be well liked by your team. Yeah. But a lot of times you, you can still be well liked and also feared. Yeah. I, I think there's like a little happy medium a, happy a little medium. bit. Um, yeah, there's a happy medium. But yeah, Ken's right. I'd say you don't need to be friends with him. The best yeah. stress relief uh, release, I think, is just not taking your work home with you and separating yeah. yourself, which is has a lot to do with not being friends with coworkers. You know, I yeah. think that's a big part of it life too. Is of it. is keeping a life outside of it and just not not taking work home. Um, it was. I mean, I could, I say that contributed more than anyone will will care to admit. Um, not internally, but publicly, about what brought down the not brought down like it crumbled, but the the end of the Schmo's No Show. As, as people knew it, the Thursday night live hangout, we all worked together. So Thursdays, suddenly five o'clock work was collider work was over. And it was like, I don't want to hang out with you assholes. I want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. do a schmo show for two more hours. Yeah. I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah. I need to separate work. It, and and it's hard because a lot yeah. of those guys, obviously everyone's yeah. friends. So yeah, we're all close. You do have to mix business with yeah. pleasure and it's tough. It but. was always different because I would leave the mall and go, yay, schmo nights. All right. Final call of the day. Uh, I love this guy. Uh, we, we've talked about his name before. In fact, the, I think the last time he called in, I said, what a great name. It reminds me of a James Bond villain. And guess what? That's one of th- what's on his mind today. What's up, Afternooners? Ken, it's your patron and friend and favorite Bond villain, Evan Osborne Lomax. So, we got No Time to Die coming out very soon. So, I'm thinking we have to reboot Bond. Josh, you're our new Bond, obviously. Amanda, Bond girl, obviously. Oh, yes. Uh, Ken, I'm feeling a Felix Leiter vibe from you. Ooh, love that. Jeffrey Wright plays. Obviously, going to be the Bond villain. My fiance, Amanda, will play uh, my femme fatale. Let's get Grace involved in a role, too. So, uh, what's our Bond movie? What's the plot? What's uh, Mm. what's Josh going to do to stop me from uh, taking over the world? All right. Thanks. Love you guys. It's always the afternoons. Yeah. Uh, This is great. This is great. That is amazing. I don't even know if I, uh, I don't even know if I can, can think, uh, think straight here. Um, so he's, uh, so Josh is bond. You're the bond. What kind of bond girl are you? Are you the Leah? What's her name? Leah. See, see how the one who's the current one who's kind of, I haven't seen different vibe. I haven't seen the, I love the, the Daniel Craig bond bonds. movies. They're I do good, love Daniel good. Craig. Um, are you, are you more uh, what the, do you mean? Ken, 
I am a I am an assassin detective. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Bond has to work I, with you. Yes. So James Bond, Josh McCougan, has to work with you. Has to work with on me. On a case, but you don't like his ways. And he tries uh, to get right. he tries to get fresh with you and you're like, back off. Yeah, at first, but then yeah. I fall for him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because he does it the right way. Yeah. Okay. Um so you guys are working a case together, but you're getting all tied up. Yeah. I'm like, I would say yeah. I am a investigator, but I'm like one of those like CIA. Federal agents. Yes. Okay. So, but I also know I'm like a, I'm like a Jennifer Garner in alias. Love it. Big I'm like win. an undercover. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to the, to the middle of the, right. the case. So. I'm saying Evan, uh, Evan is, uh, our villain, right? And his, and his girlfriend, he said, it's kind yeah, of, he said, how is Josh so going to take him yeah, down? Evan Osborne Lomax, I think is great name, more of a diabolical corporate criminal. Oh, so he is, you know, and a little bit of the, uh, uh, no, uh, quantum solace, which I think is an underrated, or the, it's the second of the Daniel Craig movies. It got kind of crapped on. I think it's underrated. Uh, but they had a lot of, environmentalist stuff, corporate stuff, like a little different white collar crime kind of approach to bond. And maybe that's why people don't like it. So I'm not saying it's necessarily that, but Evan Osborne Lomax is that type of guy that has a bunch of companies, media conglomerate type has this, that maybe a car company and he's all using it to control something, some kind of syndicate. He's top of it. And yeah. I think I is Felix Leiter. That's uh, the character Jeffrey Wright plays right now, but it's been in the Bond. It's like the U.S. version of 007. Okay. I think I know some information. Ooh. And I think Grace's character, an assassin, kills me. <sighs> and that's part of the reason I, I, I am that sends you guys on a case to take him down. I'm looking into your killer. Yeah. 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 I but like she's, that. She's sleek. You're not going to trace her. And I don't even know if she's working for Evan Osborne Lomax. And then Evan Osborne Lomax sends his fiance to seduce James Bond. And that gets, you're not oh, happy about that. Oh, no, that. we definitely have a girl fight. Yep. Yeah, oh, one of those old dynasty 80s TV show <laughs> girl fights where you end up in a pool. You yeah. both have like... Uh, uh, yeah, like uh, white clothes on. What, yeah, you have uh, <laughs> linebacker like shoulder pads. You know? Yes. It's like that kind of thing. Maybe you've yes. said it in 1987. I don't know. Oh um, my God. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I don't know. I, Josh would be a terrible. <laughs> He'd just he be, be in the a bar. Terrible James Where, Bond. Where's James Bond? He He's still would, in the bar. Yeah. He would be in the bar singing karaoke. He's he, he is. He is like a bull in a china shop. There's no yeah, way he's, he's going to be sleuth trying un, to catch trying to catch him. Me. Not unlike me. So uh, then he then he's got we got a rally. You got a rally to to take down the corporate. Uh, the corporate uh, uh, enemy. Uh, you know what I mean? That's that's what I, that's what we're going with right now um, to uh, figure this all out. Evan, I hope that was good. Well, we'll get Josh's take on being James Bond. Yeah. That's what we'll get. Great calls. Great stuff. Great calls. This was so fun. This is a deeper episode. We got uh, yeah. suddenly serious, and that's okay. Yeah, but also got, we had fun, and the whiskey did. Whiskey did pretty the whiskey's good. gone. I only, the only thing I had for lunch today was a, a vegan buffalo chicken pot pie. That actually sounds pretty it was, good. It was really good. Grace is trying to go all veggie to move to vegan. I am never going to get to that spot, but I've tried this before. Okay. Just to cut down on a little bit on the bad stuff. Yeah. And so I tried this and I'll tell you what, and I bought it. She didn't tell me to do it. I bought it. Whoa. It was good. It's really good. So okay. who knows? We'll see where that goes. 
Amanda, next week we might have a guest. We won't announce it just in case we don't, but, um, you know, we'll see as we get ready for e- eating history. Uh, I'll be in Las Vegas March 6th with Mark Ellis, and it sounds like Josh McCuga, uh, doing comedy at uh, the Mandalay Bay, House of Blues. Tickets are on sale right now. MarkEllisLive.net. Dot net. I like doing that. Dot net. Um, that sounds cool. I like that. Yeah. It's like ASMR. Dot net. Um, they'll fall asleep. Uh, anything coming up for you? You can solve some more murders. <laughs> um, yeah. I got to go call my detective friends and see, see what they're, what cases they've got going this week and see how yeah. I can just inject, inject myself into the investigation. Uh, I'll absolutely. let you guys know. And uh, don't forget, I listen to my radio show is on LD, uh, WLDJ, which is 107.5 in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Though as the time of this recording, uh, there was a problem with their program and I can't lay down my tracks for this week. So we'll see oh, if I'm on air. Uh, we'll figure that out. But you have us. It's the afternoons, a silly look and sometimes serious look at a serious world. Doesn't matter when you listen. It's always the afternoons. Be better, friends. Be good. <laughs> 